Okay, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Content Cube, episode 68, I think. I am Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holstein. Uh, we're coming to you again with an irregular schedule for the ep- for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're busy. We're home for the holidays. Uh, I'm coming to you from California, where it is uh, 8.27 a.m. and uh, you know, time zones and all that. Uh, how was everyone's Christmas? I mean, it was good. Nothing out of the ordinary. We had family over. We did the, the Christmas shit. Yeah. Um, it was good. What about you? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, same. Same, basically. I went home. I hadn't been home for Christmas, and uh, I missed a year because I went to Madison's because of COVID. Anyone, anyone get anything, uh, anything interesting? Yeah, I got some good clothes. I got, um, I got a Switch Pro controller, which is Ooh. exciting. Because I had one before and then I moved and then it just disappeared. I put it in a box (laughs) and then it wasn't in the box. So I don't know. It's just gone. Maybe I I have two now. So (laughs) so where the fuck is it? It just got ethered. What did you guys get? Any any Santa give you a little something? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was good this year. Uh, I got um, (laughs) close, like you said. That's always fun to get. Uh, I also got like... You know, a blank soft blanket. People like soft blankets. Uh, I guess the main thing I got was like I got. I finally got like a you know a replacement for my old phone. I was at like iPhone 10, but now I'm now I'm maxed out, maxed out on 13. So that was like the main thing. Nice, nice. So counting my lucky stars for that one. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It hasn't you know. I don't have a green line running down my screen anymore. I don't. You know, that's a big thing right off the bat (laughs) that my old phone was starting to do. So. Already an improvement. So you're telling me it's soulless. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're telling me it's soulless. It doesn't feel like home yet. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite, it's quite really cold and uninviting. <laughs> it's a tool. Uh, I'm happy that you got your uh, a, a new phone. Yeah, with I got a soul. case for it right I away, guess, too. I guess it is soulless, according to Brian. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I've been rocking the caseless lifestyle for some reason. You're a bold man, I'm just Brian. confident in my ability to not break it. Even though I did just get my phone replaced. I remember Madison had to tell you guys that my phone fucking died. And I'm still rocking the caseless lifestyle. So Did it break because you dropped I, it? Uh, no, it, well, it broke because I dropped it as I was shutting my car door. So it got but, stuck in the car door. But the beginning of the crushed. sentence was still, I dropped it. I, okay, no, I dropped it. Hard work out it. Here's the thing. It was fine. The screen actually didn't break. The entire phone fucking bent at like 10 degrees, and it was fine. The back was shattered, but the screen was fine. The issue came in when I then dropped it in the bathtub because it was no longer waterproof. Right, yeah. So the answer yeah, that is... That being an issue, yeah. I dropped <laughs> it. But also, you're never going to get me to put a case on this thing. I won't do it. And you're dug uh, in, you man. That's anything? your right. You don't have to change your mind because you're an American. <laughs> Jake, you anything exciting? I also got clothes, uh, got some video games, got some vinyls. Yeah. Some pretty cool you stuff. Get that, you get that nice dolphins no. jacket that you're wearing? <laughs> no, I actually got this like when I was like in eighth grade, but it's ridiculously large on me. So it's a home jacket Dude, it when looks, I wake up. I and mean, the chilly. way your setup is right now is pretty awesome. I mean, you, you have that shirt on and then right behind you, I'm assuming is another Dolphins related thing on your wall. Yeah. And the way it lines up is the color scheme is very consistent in this, in this video chat. <laughs> My... My bedroom was decorated to resemble the dolphins' colors in sixth grade, and it has not changed. Um, so <laughs> when I come home, team. I return to my <laughs> my dolphins' bedroom. Okay, so you guys want to start with Hawkeye, and then we're gonna get into Matrix in general. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, good. But yeah, let's start with Hawkeye. I only watched the first two episodes. Uh, and I'm glad I did, because if I didn't... Well, here's the thing. I'm really glad I held my tongue during Eternals, because when they were, like, first uh, de- deaf superhero or whatever, I thought, first and only. Uh, and then I, and then I saw <laughs> episode two, and I saw her hand on the speaker. I said, okay, I'm going to hold this out. Glad I didn't fucking say anything. Looked like a real fucking idiot. Kevin was about to big man you pretty hard there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a real fucking idiot because I saw her putting her hand on the speaker I'm like oh she's deaf um, but uh, and then I didn't continue to watch it 
Uh, I just, you know, been busy. Didn't really have it. I'm like, do I really care about this show? And I'm kind of like weighing it. Well, it's like I watched Winter Soldier, right? I watched Loki. I didn't watch WandaVision. So if I fully watch this, are people just going to think I hate women? Listen, I just, I just wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood for for a for a for a drama. You know, and I wasn't in the mood, so I'm just kind of edging my bets. Or do I watch this because there's a woman lead, and I make it seem like I like women? I just don't know what to do. Uh, should I watch this show? Is that was that no, question? Brian, I think you made the right decision. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, yeah, you're good. I mean, you didn't miss out on too much. Um, I heard I heard my boy Vince is in there. Yeah, um, for a second, um, he's in there for an hour for, for just a minute. Yeah, just a dude, I had a, he, something. Okay, so Vincent D'Onofrio is back as Kingpin. Sorry, spoilers for Hawkeye retroactively. Um, and he's he's there for one episode in the finale. He's kind of hinted at a couple episodes before that. Um, he he's wearing like a barbershop quartet look. Uh, and yeah. you know that's he's got an interesting look, which I, apparently is comic accurate. To some degree, but um, yeah, he, he wears the Hawaiian drip sometimes. <laughs> he wears the Hawaii, he's he get, he's got the crazy party guy Hawaiian shirt going on sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's a stylistic choice, you know. If Kingpin yeah. gets down like that, Mister Fisk, cool, good for him. Um, it's uh, yeah, something felt off with him with for me in the one episode, just comparing him to who he was in Daredevil, and I don't even think it's like necessarily a character change. Well, it is to a degree. Um, I mean. MCU dialogue, you know, there's not really a lot of nuance to it, really, to kind of get to the point of where yeah, the plot no. needs to go. Um, and it's just weird taking a Daredevil <laughs> character like that in a show that, you know, has that type of writing that has patience and stuff and pace, and then you put it in an MCU show. <laughs> something just feels kind of weird about, you know, just the really direct statements of, like, where we are in the plot. Thank you. Uh, you know, like, that's, that's interesting. I mean, because they have to do that because, you know, seven-year-olds also watch the show and there's only six episodes so you need to get get going i guess um but also you know the thing that also felt a bit different and maybe i'm nitpicking a bit here uh i hope i mean i might be because maybe i'm just protective of daredevil stuff because i really like at least the first two seasons and i'm trying to catch up on other stuff to you know finish it but uh you know his whole deal is how careful he is in daredevil like he's such a careful, yeah. you know, villain. Like he stays in the shadows, blah blah blah, or at least he did for yeah, a bit until he's like not. Like right. he does like snap sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can he can he can snap, but like the way he yeah. is in this, it was like a casual. He was not. It wasn't like oh, he's on the verge of breaking down and I'm gonna you know do something crazy. It was like oh, we have a problem that we have to deal with. So like I guess you know the jumpsuit guys, tracksuit guys work for him or whatever. Or they're all under him in some way, and the way that they like all uh there's just no regard for like you know being subtle i guess towards the end by the end it's at the rockefeller center and everyone's just driving giant trucks onto the ice like just to come after jeremy renner uh and stuff and it's like this just doesn't seem like a kingpin type of thing so you kind of have to reconcile the difference between like stuff that happens in daredevil and the type of stuff that would happen in hawkeye and kind of like find that middle ground i guess yeah it's a different. Is it multiverse stuff? Like if they, no, he's apparently like they were like yeah no this is the same one. Really? Yeah, that's huh. what they were saying. That's a weird choice, I guess. I will <laughs> see how he turns out. I'm sure he'll be in like the Echo show. There's going to be a show uh, based on Echo. Who is that? Yeah, uh, I was looking at the docket. Does she really like warrant a show? I only saw her for four seconds. She's cool, but she's cool. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, she's it's fine. She's, she's cool. I mean, I, I, I skewed towards positive thoughts with her. I never, she never really okay. upset me that much. Um, so that's, yeah, sure, mine as well. I mean, I prefer her getting a show over fucking Agatha Harkness. So, I mean, thank I mean, but of course we're getting one for, for each, but whatever. Yeah. Wait, Echo's getting a show? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty confident Echo's getting a show. No, she is. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. Kingpin will be back in that. Okay. You know, this, you know, well, this is Hawkeye spoilers. Brian, have you heard how the, the Hawkeye finale ends? I mean, yeah, I, I know how it goes. Off, yeah. off screen, Kingpin getting shot in the face, apparently, by yeah, Echo. Yeah, which is just, yeah, he'll be fine. I was mad for the first few minutes and I realized, well, there's just no way. 
that he's actually dead, I guess. I mean, they kind of, in the comics, he gets shot in the face, and then he has, like, bandages over his eyes for a bit, so... He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about all old Kingpin. He'll be okay. Mr. Fisk, my boy, Mr. Fisk. And Brian, I think this is the least essential MCU. And I don't mean essential to the story. I mean just like of quality. This is the least essential MCU thing I've watched in a really? while. Oh, really? I don't know. I think I think this is better than What If, if we're counting that. Oh, okay, okay. let's I, let's not. <laughs> um, I completely forgot, dude. No, because I was like, really worse. Like it's it's not as good as a uh, Winter Soldier. I, I didn't even think about what if. <laughs> completely forgot. Yeah, I liked. I've liked every MCU show better than this. Really, I I think it's it, it is. M- it is more so than the others, even more bloated in terms of what it's trying to do. It feels like every episode is like, oh, this is what the show's about. And then they introduce a new thing. It's like, oh, this is what the show's about. And then it, you get to the end. And then I feel like it it really only wraps up because we were at episode six. Like it, it, it builds in a very weird way that feels I don't know, way too rushed, way too rushed. And that, I mean, that's one of the reasons I think Fisk feels so weird. I also don't know if his, if the way they wrote him in Daredevil works in the MCU, it makes him appear goofy when characters respond to him in a joking way. Because in Daredevil, everyone takes him completely serious and is terrified. But when people just like laugh at him, like, oh, now he just seems like this weird man child, which is is fine, but it's not the kingpin I like. Yeah, like he, I don't know. I, I, I heard there was just like a lack of, I guess, savagery from him, which I guess might make sense just because of, you know, you can't really show as much uh, gore, I guess, as Netflix could. Man, they could still imply it, you know. They could imply it, yeah. I mean, do this, I mean, do, do the car door me. thing again, except, you know, just, you don't have to show us, but just imply that yeah. he smashed a man's head in between the car door. You know, that would be cool. Yeah. It is weird that he's the same one. They could have said he was a different one and I could stop caring. Uh, but I guess that's the point, right? No, they, got, no, they need me to care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they apparently, so, okay, sidetrack to the Spider-Man thing again. Apparently, uh, I saw some uh, deleted scenes from like No Way Home where like a lot of them there was like a lot of Matt Murdock stuff caught from No Way Home like and what like more court there was like more involved with the court stuff like that whole section no. of the movie was apparently like where the most of the scenes were taken like the ones that were deleted which makes sense because that that's like sense. the most rushed part of the movie um, yeah and it's just you know I, I, all the way that the, they combine they're gonna combine these Netflix characters like with Daredevil and Fisk and who knows if they end up bringing like Jessica Jones back. I, I, I doubt it, but uh, Iron Fist for sure, though, right? What'd you say? <laughs> Iron Fist for sure, for sure. Oh, Iron. Oh yeah, he's for sure back. What's his fucking name? James. James I, is coming in for I sure. I wanted him to be in Shang Chi. <laughs> you know, you know, really. <laughs> don't, don't worry, guys. <laughs> we brought in the. I do find it funny that they burned Iron Fist on a Netflix show. That so they had to bring in like, who's another. Uh, martial arts hero we have because <laughs> Iron Fist was always so recognizable to me and I had never heard of Shang-Chi is, he, is Iron um, Fist always is, is Iron Fist in the comics always a white guy I don't think I've ever seen a rendition of him that is a white guy <laughs> <laughs> rough call <laughs> that, that was a bad I've idea I've never seen a white Iron Fist before <laughs> which was a, a very suspicious move I mean, okay, let's be real. At some point, every non-white superhero became white for at least a year. At least in like the 90s or something, or the 70s. Was there ever a Iron... white Black Panther? Um, no, I, right? There's no kinda, way, right? They, I could have sworn they kind of leaned on it a little. They oh, were a God. little... They were kind of... Why would they do that? I'm doing it. I'm doing a Google for us. <laughs> I, it's, okay, it, they didn't call. I, he was like, I don't know, White Black Panther. I don't White remember Black the Panther. exact. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. his name. <laughs> yeah. Was I, there ever? <sighs> from from the research I've done, I do not think there has been a white 
Black Panther. Those, <laughs> the first image to pop up. Oh, I see it. Is, yeah. is a video <laughs> that on the left side says in all caps, "They can't stand this," and on the right, it's a "What if," uh, like proposed image of a white Black Panther. Yeah, can't stand this. Fucking, yeah, the Twitter mob can't can't see, handle see it. See why like, MCU so, executives hate this man with one so, weird okay. trick. <laughs> they have White Wolf. Well, that's they Bucky. White Wolf. Well, that's Bucky. Yeah, but I mean, in the comics, it is it is ostensibly like T'Challa's like adoptive brother or something. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay, I could have sworn there was just a dude called the Panther. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, Sam Wilson calls yeah, no, Bucky White Panther and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Pretty good. Um, was a good bet. What are, What are they doing with that movie? <laughs> Uh, I would guess that movie, uh, you know, I'm assuming is going to be, yeah, I, I mean, who are you going to throw in that? Maybe you introduce the Young Avengers in that movie, and it's like a Young Avengers with, Ke- like, you know, Sam Wilson leading them type of thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. Because I, they I have mean, all these little seeds planted for all these young guys, you know, like yeah. with, with Kate Bishop being main one. Um, oh, I see what's happening. Yes, yeah, so you thought I was talking about Captain America 4, which will undoubtedly come out. I'm talking about White uh, Black Panther 2, which oh, does not oh, seem like yeah, it has a lead. I have no lead. idea what's going to happen with that. <laughs> it does not seem like it has a viable <laughs> cast. Tell you what it does have. It's going to have Doja Cat on the soundtrack. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Did you did you hear about uh fucking Shuri's actress? That's her uh, name. I right? mean, is there anything new about her? I, I I know. I mean, the ongoing thing was the the, the anti-vax of being stuck overseas and can't come yeah, back until no, she gets back. Yeah, Storyline. She just can't fucking film it. <laughs> so I'm wondering, <laughs> what are they, are they just gonna are they just gonna recast him? I doubt. I doubt it. Uh, we would have heard about that by I, now if they were recasting. T'Challa for I mean, this, this movie's movie. getting delayed, I think. I don't think this oh, movie's coming sure. out when they said it was coming out. It's not, well, it's already been delayed. Now it's in, like, it was July. Now it's October or something, right? Yeah, I it's think. the end of next year. And it's not making that fucking it's, window. There's a, we don't even have a lead. Like, they're not, they're not even making this movie. <laughs> it's not real. Yeah. It's completely, I don't I'm very curious what know. that movie's going to look like. We have no yeah. idea. It's Speaking it's, of... Yeah. Speaking of the future of characters, are is, are we done with Hawkeye? Like, is he is he done? Are we still gonna fucking have to see him in? I'd assume in he'll shit? be in the next big ensemble movie. That that would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> Does this movie not end with him like putting down the bow for real? I mean, dude, he put no. down the bow in Asia Ultron. You know, I mean, he's. I guess, even if it did, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's like a really symbolic shot, like in Gears of War. At the end of the first trilogy, Marcus Phoenix hangs up the do rag, which was his iconic, <laughs> which was his iconic headwear. So I'm wondering if Hawkeye has a similar, uh, similar shot. Like, does this does this end with him seeming done or? No, he just goes home. You, oh no! It says my audio preferences have changed. That's probably not true. That's... Um, but no, he goes. He just goes home with Kate Bishop and he tells his wife who we find out is a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. I guess he's like oh here's what? your watch back yeah I didn't understand Weird. okay what the hell was the watch thing so like is that setting her up as some character so weird. Like it, it had a little symbol on the back of the watch and it was like the moment played out like that was like supposed to be a revealing moment and then I saw some tweet that was like oh one takeaway from the Hawkeye finale is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely no longer canon because I don't know whatever that watch meant <laughs> Because uh, I, I guess she's some character that also was an agent to shield as someone else. I don't know. Uh, that's an assumption. That might be wrong, but I mean, because they made a big deal about it earlier in the season. They're like, oh, like, oh, I got the watch, and then it kind of comes back at the very end of the season. Like, hey, I, Clint's like, I got that watch back from that guy because it was at an auction. You know. I'm actually shocked and perhaps confused that grown adults are coming away from a Marvel product confused. Was it that <laughs> unclear? Was it like actually like kind of like ambiguous or unclear? Because I, I feel like everything they do in these shows is like hammered home to like it might have absolute... been a, an issue of attention. I don't know. Maybe I okay. Maybe I just missed it. Are we talking about as to whether he's done or not? No, we're talking no, about the who, what the hell the watch the... thing meant. 
that that he got the watch oh. back for his wife, and then there was like an insignia on the back that in, I guess meant yeah, something. I, I think she's just I think she's just been part of Shield this whole time. <laughs> it's gotta be more than that. Why would that be like a setup I really don't that they think set up so. early in the season as like a oh like a type of what does that watch mean? And then it like he gets it back for her, and it's literally it's just a watch. That says she's in shield. I mean, I think it's it's got to be like represent some type of character thing. Zach, I'm 99 percent sure it's just her, dude. <laughs> then what the hell dude, was you that? You could do a Google, Haw- but Hawkeye I watch wife gone. meaning Hawkeye finale finally reveals the owner of the watch. Uh oh yeah, that was a shield logo. Okay. I thought Shield was gone. What the fuck are you guys talking? What do you mean? Yeah. Is it gone? Oh, okay. It's, okay. Is she, here's is she what, carrying around here's like the, how it the ends. equivalent of like Nazi. Here's how this article ends. Oh, it says, fuck? "Is Laura Barton the Mockingbird?" <laughs> so I guess Mockingbird is some character. <laughs> Fucking probably, okay, but like I thought Shield was done. Now it's damage control. I don't know. It's all. Or wait, uh, no, I, wait, I, no. Wasn't there? Just, wasn't there like another thing in uh? What was it? Na- what was the name of that group in Wandavision? That was I like, forgot. They were like the authority <laughs> figures. Okay, I don't care. Either way, there's there's some new authority, but I don't know. Not Shield. Either okay. way, yeah. What what else is there to talk about with Hawkeye? <laughs> I, how was how? Oh, was, I guess I, I guess positives. Kate, there is there is positives. Kate Bishop's great. Uh, I think Haley Stein yeah, she, yeah, awesome. she's still still funny. Still just as good as she was in Black Widow. Um, oh well, oh, well that's Florence Pugh. Use her. I was saying Haley Steinfeld, yeah, but so also talking, both. Uh, yeah. well, she's also great. Those two carried the show. It makes it makes poor Jeremy Renner even worse than he already was in anything else. He is like noticeably not only not a great actor, but also really boring as a character and human being. In his own show, he feels like a fourth a fourth tier character. Jake, I have a, qu- I have a good sad. question for you. I think I'm excited to see what you say. Um, I'm who ready. Who is more boring and bad at acting? <laughs> Jeremy Renner or Tobey Maguire? Oh, Toby McGuire for Toby sure. McGuire. No questions asked. Oh, T-Bone for sure. I, I, don't even <laughs> I think I mean, okay. I, I agree to, to to some degree with the Jeremy Renner thing. Uh, I think I come down a little lighter on him than most people. But I mean, there are there are dramatic scenes that I think worked. I think any scene where he's talking about Natasha worked. Uh, any any he's Natasha okay. related scene I think works pretty well where he gets really sad. Um, <laughs> besides that, uh, I don't I don't I don't have much, but. There, there are some decent enough heavy scenes with him, but like the gen- general, you know, normal scenes, he's he's whatever. I think it, specifically Haley Steinfeld and and Florence Pugh though, like they're great, but like they're even like, it's even more like accurate I think to say that they're like also like they're really great like together specifically. All the yeah. scenes between them are really really funny, and I would I would be surprised if they're not like a duo in some degree in something else going forward, whether it's like a Young Avengers thing or anything else which i think they're setting up with them like they're just going to be part of the new avengers um but who with yeah. whoever else would be in that there's definitely some other people probably ant-man's daughter and whoever else uh, i are they just doing do you think do you think that uh the fucking producers like whenever they got like a kid actor to play some six-year-old they're like you're ours for life now. We actually own you. Well, you I think, think they, they're, they're probably going to do. They did. They've already done an upgrade. The time, the blip allowed them to phase out the little kid Ant Man daughter, yeah. and now they're bringing in yeah. like they had someone else in Endgame, but then they were replacing that girl who was in one scene of Endgame with the girl from Freaky, uh, Catherine Newton or something like that, um, who was really yeah. good in that. So I guess she's going to be like a big deal going forward. I think I think the blip's dog shit, and every time they put oh, out yeah. a show, it like just molds me. It's just like. Oh yeah, we're childhood friends, and uh, everyone we knew uh, either got blipped or didn't. And like, it, it, just like it's just like a massive like sticking point in anyone born after like anyone born after twenty eighteen in the universe. Anyone born before twenty eighteen in the universe, it's like you either like had a stable household or you didn't. Like everyone you knew faded away or they didn't, and that's just so weird. Like, did they even talk about it in Shang Chi? Like I kind of need to know, dude. Like, were you bo- were you born in fucking nineteen ninety two or nineteen ninety seven? You know what I mean? It's very I, weird. I, th- uh, I think I they reference like- it in the movie, but it's more in a jokey nature as it is in most of the movies. Yeah, yeah I really don't like the jokey nature that people talk about the blip with. I, I think Wandavision handled yeah. it pretty honestly, probably best out of anything since Endgame that's talked about it. 
WandaVision like had that episode like that starts with like Monica Rambo uh, blipping away and then coming back and then just having to realize that her mom is oh, actually yeah. dead. Like that that scene was handled pretty well. I mean, so like I like that better than like the Far From Home intro where they all just come back during a basketball game and ha ha ha. Um, but you know, because actually kind of seems to deal with the weight of what that actually would be. But uh, yeah, they really kind of dance around it. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. It's made them really confused about their own timeline too. Like I resaw Spider Man yeah. and like. Uh, you know, spoilers for Spider-Man if you haven't seen it yet. But like at the very end, when he's at the gravestone for May, there's like a year date, and like it's so <laughs> conveniently like her death date is like 20, and then it's so conveniently covered up by flowers right <laughs> after the 20 because they just it. cannot fucking commit to when they, they are. They don't want to talk about it. I mean, no, they're in 2023. They just don't want to talk about it. They, they don't want to. They talk just really. I, mean, I just think that they just—that's them no, trying to protect their own ass for any inconsistencies that they might they're, accidentally they're make in later. 2025, actually, they just don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. It should be 2023, right? I can't set it. What should be 2023? I think. No, I mean, if when did Endgame come out? 18, 19, but Endgame. Uh, the, but and but uh, the thinking was like it's like Infinity War was 2018. And Endgame, yeah, you know, so starts right after Infinity War, so that would be 2018, and then it says five years, so that would be 2023. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So, well, I guess now it's been, no, but it's been a couple years since then, right? Because it I, I, ostensibly we don't in real know. Time, That's right? what we're saying. We don't know how long it's been <laughs> yeah. since then. Dude, Falcon Winter Soldier was so fucking stupid with it too. Like, I, they were like trying to like really like talk about the political repercussions, and it was the stupidest shit I had ever seen <laughs> in my fucking life. It's like. It's like, oh shit, everyone came back and the people living there got kicked out. It's like, no, the opposite would happen. The the that's you're describing like the exact opposite of reality right there. Where it's like, oh, all the people that disappeared for five years were proclaimed dead, had death certificates, fucking reappeared, and everyone gets evicted. It's like, are you in no, it'd be the opposite. The people that came back would be homeless in the streets. They they have no capital, they have no property, and it's just like, oh, we're just gonna get back. That's to a them. good point. That shit it, is dumb. Yeah, that would be so the exact opposite. Stupid. That is it a good was, point. And you could you could have just done the opposite, and it would have made sense. It would have made sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like, actually, we're gonna do the uh, the complete opposite of what would happen. It's like, what do you mean? But like, like countries don't exist anymore. Like the whole thing they went, it's like, yeah, countries basically didn't exist for five years because uh, there was a massive like just labor shortage, so all borders were dissolved, and then everyone comes back to like, oh, pull it back, uh, nationalism <laughs> thing again. It's been Draw five the lines years. again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. It was so fucking stupid. They didn't. I, I would have preferred they just never talked about it again because every time they talk about it again, it's just like really lame. Like, it's such, like, an interesting premise, too, and they just can't make it interesting. It's insane how they fail to make, uh, like... Well, they can't make it interesting, because that would mean... That would mean there'd be too much continuity between movies. <laughs> and they'd prefer if there wasn't, I guess. I, I, I come down... In, in, in the grand scheme of Marvel and Marvel shows, I I, den I generally come down pretty pretty good on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think I overall I like, like it. it a lot, but now that you've brought that up, that's a... Uh, it's a sticking point for me now. <laughs> it's fucking now I'm starting stupid. To reflect like, I like the show. I, I definitely liked the show. I watched it when I when I needed some dudes rock and I needed to see guys being dudes. I was a big fan of the John then Walker villain origin story. Yeah, he was. Thought cool. he was oh, a pretty villain. good no, bad he's guy. He's cool now. He's cool now. Actually, he's gonna be a good guy now. I don't yeah. think so. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think at the very least, he's definitely gonna land somewhere in the middle. But I think he's gonna skew yeah. bad. But we'll see. I, I guess he'll no, be yeah, in the I, new I Captain America. Like that would be my guess. No, yeah, I actually liked that show, but yeah, that shit was so bizarre to me. I'm like, you can make the people coming back be, like, sympathetic figures instead of having everyone that gets, like... But the issue is that all their heroes came back. Like, like, like all, their, all, their, all their heroes got blipped, basically. So that means that, like, their heroes need to have their lives back. Like, in fucking Far From Home, right, in Lost in Britain... Uh, fucking Aunt May is like, yeah, I came back and someone was in my apartment. And then we just find out that, like, yeah, we fucking evicted them. We, we threw their ass on the street. She's at, like, a fucking charity auction talking about how, like, she came back and displaced a family. Like, was that her that said, like, there's someone in my apartment or was that someone else? No, I, I you know, I think I know what you're thinking of. And it's a similar situation, but quite different. It was in the new Spider-Man when Willem okay, Dafoe, Willem Dafoe is like, there's someone living no. in my house, and, and no, my, I'm, no, I'm my son's gone. No, I'm talking specifically about a, I'm talking specifically about a blip thing. Someone okay. talks about coming back from the blip, 
and Jokin says, there was someone in my apartment, and then it's like, yo, we threw that family in the fucking curb, flat, like, straight. No repercussions. They nothing. did a blip thing. Uh, they did a blip comeback thing in Hawkeye. I forgot. They showed uh, Yelena, uh, the black little black widow, oh, yeah. black widow junior, uh, got um, blipped and like the way she. They, they showed her disappearing and then coming back and being hella confused by it. Uh, so I guess that that scene also worked. We, we do get confirmation on some of them, Brian. She was blipped. Uh, That's fine because they already now had she gets like to a stay five young. year gap. They already had a five-year gap where she was ostensibly doing something and they couldn't talk about it. No shot they could make it ten years. No shot they could make mm-hmm. it ten years. Because that... Black Widow takes place, like, during Civil War, right? Or, like, right before, right, right after? Right after. Right after. So, 2016. Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, no. That shit's stupid. I, I wish... Like, I like it when comics do stupid shit so I can read about them on Wikipedia. I less like looking at it. Like... Something in my, something in the Spider-Man comics that I recently realized is that so there's like the mainline Marvel comics, right? And then for a while, until like probably like 2016, 2015, I want to say they had this thing called the Ultimate Universe, which was like an alternate continuity where they did like interesting stuff, like making Reed Richards a villain and doing all this stuff. But that's where Miles Morales was introduced in like the early 2000s. Or like kind of like mid 2000s, and he was so popular that when they discontinued the Ultimates timeline, they just merged him into the main one and had everyone think he was always there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's weird, but like whatever. Like that's funny to read about, but like it doesn't work in a movie. And I, I would appreciate it if they stopped trying. I remember I really popped off when they did the five year thing and everyone died. I popped off, and they've absolutely fucking shit the bed every time they ever talk about it. It's really weird. It's really it, annoying. It, it's kind of a, you know, it's what kind of Star Wars has kind of fallen into, like a, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but like kind of the same issue is like, okay, uh, you introduce Ahsoka in Clone Wars, and she's, you know, alive by the end of Rebels, uh, you know, so where the fuck was she during OT stuff? You know, you have that, you have I that mean, with the Fallen Order guy. Uh, people, people were fucking suggesting this would I mean, be this would be the dumbest one. This would be so dumb that like Mace Windu shows up in Boba Fett, and it's going to be like a revenge of Boba Fett trying to kill Mace Windu for killing Jango Fett type of thing. But it's like if Mace Windu was alive, and this takes place five years after the original trilogy, what was he doing? Like why I mean, was he is, not helping? I mean, this is I've heard about this probably half of my entire life because this has always been the thing with Star Wars is that. Jedi's are so cool, but they're not supposed to be here anymore. So whenever they fucking introduced a Jedi in any fiction that was ostensibly still alive that didn't die during Order sixty six, it's just like, what? Like where were they? Like I, you know, that's been the Star Wars dilemma for probably fifteen years now. You know what I mean? Ever since the prequels came out and like the people would just write shit like, oh yeah, like because the uh, extended universe used to be buck wild. But especially now that they've toned it in and there's just Jedis that were theoretically alive that didn't do anything, it's like, doesn't really work. Where was Asuka? Did they ever say? Uh, well, we see her in Rebels, at the end of Rebels, and she's like, by the end of Rebels, it looks like she's looking for a certain character. I'm not going to get into Rebels stuff right now just in case someone's going to watch it, but she's going on a journey at the end of that. Uh, they don't really clarify when she's going on that journey. And then we see her in Mandalorian, you know, which takes place five years after the original trilogy. Rebels takes place before the original trilogy. We have that gap, critical gap. What the I'm hell gonna, is she doing I'm then? Gonna, and then I'm we see assume. her in Mandalorian. Now, Zach, Zach do, not, do not confirm or deny, because I'm sure there's some very concerned uh, potential Rebel watchers out there. They should I'm be. Gonna there should the person be. She's That's my for. point. She, she's probably looking for uh, perhaps an old friend. Yeah, she, I, she, I, she is. I, 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 we're just going to get like a fucking like 15 minute explainer. She just gets <laughs> right before uh, right before Luke and Darth Vader meet up. Darth Vader's just going to beat her ass off screen. <laughs> That's where she went. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll yeah, see in the Ahsoka is. show. We're going to get an Ahsoka show. Maybe maybe they we're do some timeline jumping. I would like that. Yeah. You know, we're, we're seeing Anakin. We're seeing Anakin in it. Hayden Christensen's back, gonna come back in the Ahsoka <laughs> show too. Action? So I bet, I bet there's a lot of flashbacks. And is it uh, Rosario Dawson still? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yo, how's Boba Fett? 
Uh, dude, I, honestly, Matrix. I fell asleep when I was watching it. I watched it too late, so I fell asleep. I honestly don't remember, but Jake, I don't remember like being like super, soon? super into it. I have not watched it yet. I, I that might be an end of the season it. recap type of discussion. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be enough yeah. episode to episode to really talk about. <laughs> I was scrolling through Twitter and I just saw a fucking Boba Fett ad and he said, Boba is back. And I'm like, what a stupid fucking sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would work better. I mean, I'm not the big Boba cultist, so maybe, you know, if there are huge Boba Fett out- fans out there, they know more about him than I do, just through comics and other stuff that I've never cared about. But I just don't yeah. think he's that that inherently interesting to carry a show. I think he would work better, <laughs> better as just a cool side character in Mandalorian, but whatever. His cultural relevance is through toy sales alone. So you gotta res- you gotta respect him for that. <laughs> I mean, they do yeah. they, they they do sell <laughs> the a good swag. toy, the Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys want to get into the Matrix now? Please. Sure. What's, what's y'all's Matrix histories? Uh, I've seen the first one twice when I was like eleven, yeah. and then two nights ago. Um, the movie is very good. It is a great, arguably fantastic movie. Um, that's really it. I have so not good watched you watch the second one, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> second one's kind of cool. Seen... I'm, a, I'm a second yeah, one like defender. Cool. I'm a reloaded I like defender. The I like the second one. I but you're not the- a Revolutions defender. I am a, a Revolutions in- antagonizer. I do not like My- Revolutions. <laughs> so me and Madison just watched the trilogy uh, when I was at her house. I watched the first one on FX like 10 years ago. But um, we watched the uh, trilogy at her house, and she didn't hate Revolutions. I thought it was boring as shit. There's but, a like 50-minute th- like sequence in the middle of Revolutions that's like Zion versus the machines and it's like the city of Zion versus the machines and Neo and Trinity and Morpheus are nowhere to be found during the sequence it's literally characters that we do not care about fighting these sentinels for like 40 minutes straight and and like CGI completely CGI that doesn't really hold up so it's like the only like completely CGI sequence in the Matrix trilogy and like that is not like the cool stuff about Matrix it was never like oh awesome CGI Matrix it was always like Oh, cool! Freeze frame and then jump like fly around the room, showing her in midair type of thing. That's always been like the cool Matrix yeah. stuff. But like, it, Revolutions just kind of is a dud for me. I just don't think the action's as cool as it could be. So Zach, you watched uh, Resurrections, yeah? I did. I rewatched the first one and then I saw Resurrections. Well, what did you think? Um, I like what Resurrection. I do actually have a big appreciation for what Resurrections is story-wise. Yeah. Uh, I do really like that it's weird. Like, it's definitely not a, just a straightforward Matrix 4. Uh, they definitely kind of throw a curveball at you early. And that's why I think the first third yeah. of the movie, that's, like, so bafflingly, like, mind-fucky. And, like, it feels like... I saw someone say this, and I was like, that's a great way to describe it. It's like, it feels like the first third of the movie is, like, gaslighting you. And it's like, you don't know what to think about what happened in the first three now. Yeah. And I really liked yeah. that. I liked being so confused, um, but not in a like, oh, this is convoluted sort of way. Just more in a, I just like Neo here also have no fucking idea what is going on. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciated that. And then it kind of falls back into a, for the second two thirds, a similar, uh, you know, just kind of matrix two and three type of follow up type of thing, um, which isn't necessarily yeah. bad. It's just less interesting to watch. I thought the action in this movie really wasn't that interesting ever. I, I was always like more into like the talky scenes in this movie in the new one. Yeah. Um, I, so when there's yeah. more action, I cared a little less, which is, you know, what happens in the back two third. I think the first third of this movie pops off hard. Um, I kind of wish I didn't know about it going in because I did know about it from like the first trailer kind of. J- Jake, you know what the first like third of this movie is? I think so. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to talk about it. I mean, like, I don't, listener, whatever, it's it's on HBO. You don't need to drive anywhere. Um, but, uh, I mean, the first third of this movie is just, like, uh, fucking uh, Neo is, um, he's like just a, a, a very famous, what? Yeah, he's, he's a, a video famous video game, game designer, and the Matrix trilogy was, like, his video game project that everyone loves, and he's, like, super rich now. It gets super and meta. It gets so meta. The first yeah. third is so meta. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I really like it. I really like that first third because they're like, "Oh, um, you need I, to make a fourth one. We're rebooting it." Uh, yeah, and then Keanu's just like, "Oh, I don't want to do that," and you know, like yeah. he's just all sad <laughs> about it. Uh, and 
it, it, it's, you know, it's obviously like a Lena Wachowski comparison. Yeah. Uh, so like, oh, like they're, you know, going to make a sequel to my baby without me or not. So I might as well be the one to do it. And I'm, I'm glad that she did because it's pretty, yeah. it's a pretty cool idea for the fourth movie. And I think it's the only way you could do it and still make it interesting. Because it definitely is interesting, even if I don't come down that positively on it. I definitely skew, I, I, I think about it. I like it. I do like the story a lot. So I do think about it in a positive light. I just think as a viewing experience, it wasn't that fun. But I do appreciate what they what they did. It's not like it has to be fun, but also I just thought it was kind of convoluted. You know, like, like all yeah. Matrix movies are, but mainly... Two through four. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've, I've, I've kind of, my my opinion is a little raised now that I'm a little further from watching it. But I thought it was pretty mid at the time. I still don't love it, but I don't. Uh, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I'm and glad, I really I'm do glad like that it first exists. Stage. I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad that this movie <sighs> sure. came out and exists because it does yeah. point out a lot of, like you know, the flaws in like current media in terms of like rebooting and kind of just producing yeah. content for the sake of producing content type of thing. And like kind of, there's like a cold, like dispassionate way about viewing creativity, like in this movie. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a, you know, an interesting thing to focus on and how like someone can hijack your baby and like attach new meaning yeah. to it throughout, you know, time. Like, Oh, it's like, like, it get, like I said, it gets pretty meta with stuff like that. So I think it's, it's got a cool message and I appreciate that it is like a love story. Like it becomes a love story. Like it's all, yeah. You know, the first one's all about kind of philosophy and waking up or whatever. And this one's more, you know, it's got the same wake up stuff. But, you know, it's you learn that it's all kind of motivated by love or whatever. But it's so that's that's cool. I like how sappy it gets with that. But yeah, overall, you know, I kind of came down on it like, oh, well, I didn't really enjoy watching it that much. But I, I did. I did like what it was going for. I, I think the um, just kind of the I guess my biggest criticism of it is that like uh, just like the returning characters that are recast, I yeah, can kind weird. of like I I can I can like reconcile with like Yaya's like Morpheus like his Morpheus is like fine because it's like not really Morpheus it's like a fucked up like Agent Smith like replication that uh, Neo made of Morpheus so it's like whatever he's different it's fine. Uh, it's like it's like kind of like a memory of him instead of like actually Morpheus. But Agent Smith, I don't think Groff really brought the. He didn't really bring the juice for the me. The only time I, I I bought that was the only time I bought Jonathan you, Groff is Agent Smith is like when he yells Mister Anderson for that one whenever, second. It was a good yell. I like that yell. But everything he else quotes. Whenever he quotes Agent Smith, I, I buy it. But whenever he's not quoting Agent Smith, I don't. The only right. people I see yeah. praising his performance are down. people on Twitter. I know that would suck this dude's dick, and that's fine. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he really brought the juice. I didn't really like it that much. I, I he didn't need to be Agent Smith. I guess I don't know. It, Jake, Jake, did you watch Mindhunter? He, yes. See, I haven't. But like, so Jonathan Groff is the main character in that, right? Yeah, he's great in that. Okay, so he is pretty good. Because I don't think I've seen him in much else yeah. besides like fucking Glee ten years ago. So yeah, well, it's just no. it's just a little like difficult because like he's a good actor, right? And I don't really like his Smith Smith performance. But what makes it sting more is that you see a dude do like uh, playing Agent Smith as a different actor in uh, Revolutions, or maybe it's two. But you remember. Uh, Right, Zach? It's um It's three kind of. He goes into a yeah, different Yeah, three. His name's like fucking Blaze and he's like in like a different human form. And like he's doing a pretty good uh Who's the actor that plays Smith? I fucking forgot. I uh, had well, it a minute ago. the main Smith guy is Hugo Weaving. Yeah, so like they had I mean they had a dude doing a pretty good Hugo Weaving, like Smith impression in Matrix Three, and I think it worked. I, I think like his name was like Blaze or something. I think I think that worked. And I don't think Jonathan Groff really does it. Whenever he's quoting Smith, it works pretty well, but just like in general, it's not really doing it for me and not really bringing the uh, the juice. Uh, and I thought that was pretty disappointing. Yeah. Well, overall, I am glad I that I this movie exists though. over three. I like this ending as yeah. an ending to because I think this, at least for a while, will be the ending because that you know this movie didn't make shit. But um, <laughs> you know, which might have been what Lena yeah. wanted. You know, I doubt she. I mean, yeah. the whole point of the movie makes it seem like she does not want to reboot stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I'm glad that this is the new ending to Matrix instead of Revolutions. Uh, I think it, I, I come down positively on it on the series more with that as the yeah. ending than I would if it was just the first three. But um, yeah, first one is still obviously so so miles ahead of it, which you know isn't always yeah. fair to compare. But it's it's first rewatching the first one. I didn't realize I always knew that I liked it. It rewatching, I'm like, this is one of my favorite movies. This movie's so cool. Uh, I love how just 
kind of like unashamed, not unashamed. That's that's not the right word. So like unapologetically weird for what it might have been at the time. Yeah. I mean they. I mean it's just like karate, like slow motion karate shit. It should be lame. But it's just not. It's just so cool to me. Uh, <laughs> every like fight scene, I'm like, this is awesome. Like even like the I know kung fu dojo scene. And they're like, oh, Morpheus is or Morpheus is fighting Neo. You know, like and everyone runs to go watch code on a computer. Yeah. Uh, like that's like that's like awesome to me. That whole sequence. Yeah, I the Matrix one's cool. Uh, I like that movie quite a bit. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think four is fine i don't hate it i don't like it yeah well, i'd I don't go one it. two four I, I three think. that's how, probably how i'd land yeah. on it but. would yeah. uh do i need to watch two and three yes. in order to see do not four. Okay. they definitely I do would, not ignore them at all i would say you, if you I, want to enjoy four have a chance at it i would definitely watch two and three because they bring back some yeah. two and three characters in pretty pivotal roles yeah. That's what I assumed. I don't know. Biggest Fortnite, biggest, biggest Matrix Four L is that fucking they didn't put him in Fortnite. The fucking Trinity kick is in there. It's like an emote, but I can't fucking buy a Trinity or Neo skin. I think that's cringe. Sad. I don't like that. They're never getting in there now. Uh, yeah, no, there's never another shot. It's it's why I'm so close to buying um buying the fucking uh, new Spider-Man bundle in Fortnite. I'm like, shit, dude. They're probably not. Zendaya is not going to be in the next one. I don't want to wait for Dune <laughs> too. I need a Zendaya skin. <laughs> it's because yeah. it's because John Wick, uh, fucking looks. He's got the John Wick hair as Neo in this one. They already yeah, have a John does. Wick guy in Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, you could give me bald Neo, or you could give me you could just give me first Matrix Neo, and we'd get the point. You know, yeah, short hair. Yeah, yeah, you could do that for sure. They just don't. It's sad. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all we got for Matrix Four. Yeah, that's all I got for Matrix Four. What? All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Or are we going to want to go on to recommendations? I don't have shit. I'm good to move on to recommendations. I ain't got anything else. All right. Um, uh, I'll start. Um, a show on HBO Max, Station Eleven. Uh, this is a show based on a book that came out a few years ago. Uh, it is a pandemic show. Uh, the timing is not good. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but it is very good. Uh, it's uh, Mackenzie Davis stars from Halt and Catch Fire and Tolly. Um, she's amazing. It's, I don't know, it's, it's gorgeous. It's more optimistic than I think people might expect. Um, it takes a very interesting angle at this type of show. So, Station Eleven on HBO Max. Okay, I will recommend Disco Elysium. It is a video game. It's uh, it's, a, it's like a it's like a little RP. It's like an RPG with like skill checks and stuff. There's not any combat, uh, but it takes place in a really like interesting fictional like world universe kind of thing. Uh, you're playing as a detective that gets um has a great setup too. It's a very interesting setup. Just like I don't know. I, I'm always curious. It's like, okay, how is this game going to introduce me to its world? And the setup for Disco Elysium is that you're playing as a detective. They get so drunk and high for three days that he forgets everything about his life, including like facts of reality. Or like <laughs> you'll tell someone that you have like you tell like this old woman the the dude that you tell this old woman you have amnesia she's like okay you know you figure out your name that's fine um can you tell me what kind of government we're living under and you're just like no idea and she's like oh <laughs> and then the other setup is that like his mind is so like fucked that like every like skill is like assigned to like a slot in his brain kind of like the like the different brain parts are like uh like half light which is like being threatening or like one about like being authoritative one about understanding cops and then they'll chime in in conversations like into your mind like you can, like you're also like poor so you like beg people for money and then like uh but you're like with your cop friend so like you'll beg like this rich person for money and before you do the check the authority brain is like begging you it's like you cannot dishonor the force don't do this and it's just like really good like uh there's like really just incredible writing in there it's I don't know. I really, I'm really fascinated with the writing in that game. Like, uh, yeah, like there's one, like there's an empathy brain, and then like you, there's this uh, side quest where you go to like tell a woman that like her husband's dead, and you go there, and she's like, "How long was his body there?" And then like the empathy's like, "Oh, you select if you tell her, um, if you tell her two days, that's going to be etched into her mind forever." So then like you have all your dialogue options, and one of them is two days. And if I if my skill wasn't that high, the check wouldn't have come in and told me that. 
which I think that's interesting. And honestly, it that's didn't cool. really matter. It didn't really matter what I told her, but it's just like cool, like little, like, uh, just like good writing stuff like that yeah. is like really interesting stuff. I think it's great. It's on PS five and uh, PC it's on switch too, but I can only assume it's unplayable. Uh, it's not even <laughs> like a demanding game. It just takes long load times. I heard the load times on switch are insane, but it's, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's great. It has like a really, uh, interesting like time system where like you are playing throughout a day you you have on like a day time limit but time only really progresses when you're selecting dialogue options it's like every dialogue option is like 30 seconds so you're just like kind of going through your day doing that it's really cool i really really love that game i haven't finished it yet but i plan to uh yeah i I cannot say enough good things about that game i think everyone should take a look at it i think it's on sale uh right now so go check that out uh, my recommendation would be uh, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie, like Rich Pizza. If you can go see that, uh, it's it's a '70s coming of age movie with Alana Haim. Haim, I don't know how you say their name, but uh, she's like one of those. What I didn't know going into it is that like they're like a sister band, like three sisters in a band called Haim or Haim or whatever. I don't know exactly how you say it, but like so, all three sisters are in the movie playing sisters, and their parents are playing their parents in the movie. So like kind of cool and they're all pretty funny and like it all works oh, really well cool. uh and then the main boy in the movie is like philip seymour hoffman's son um and like so like all, this was like all of their acting debuts and they're all like incredible um and so it's there's really no like direct plot through line in the movie it's really just kind of like just a bunch of different event i'd say adventures it sounds cheesy but just a bunch of different events in their life that are like things that they do and it like it's more just about hanging out with them, I guess, um, like the characters. And it's like in the seventies. So it's kind of an interesting time period to like, look around at like, uh, and stuff like with cool outfits and music, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, so it's like a mix of like, like dazed and confused and like almost famous. If you guys have seen, if anyone has seen those movies. So it's like that. So I was a big fan of it. It was a chill movie, not like amazing or anything, but, uh, just kind of a really easy, fun one to watch. So yeah, licorice pizza title has nothing to do with the movie. It's a cool title though. All right. Uh, We'll see y'all next time. Uh, Have a good week, everyone. Uh, Have a good new year. We'll see you in 2022.